Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mount Lockmore podcast presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network here Thursday, February 4th, episode 10. I'm Pace Meyer. You can find me on Twitter at Coda Capper Pace. Alongside me, as always, the main man, BRUS35 on Twitter, Brandon Russell. BRUS, happy to have you back. Episode 10, man, double digits. We made it. Hey, you know, it's it's all it's all downhill from here. It's just, <laughs> just getting easier at this point. Exactly. It's come uh, second nature for us here on the Mount Lockmore podcast. Uh, fun weekend in sport or fun week, I should say, in sports. Brandon, the first uh, couple days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we had signing day. We also had the NCAA uh, college football game news and, of course, our bets as well. So kind of before we get into our Monday, February 1st recap, Brandon, uh, you had some signing day, interesting signing day information that you wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, so uh, this popped up on my Twitter about uh, an hour ago, and I had to do some digging on 24-7 sports just to make sure. Uh, Texas State, a Division One FBS school, signed zero high school kids in this round of recruiting, signed one total – had one total commitment in this class of 2021. It was a uh, – community college uh juco guy and i mean i'm looking at the rankings texas state was ranked uh 183rd in the country in uh in uh national signing day you had schools like tennessee tech grambling state southern utah the south the yotes of south dakota had a higher ranked class than uh, an FBS school, which is wild to me. Head coach Jake Spavital, former uh, offensive coordinator for the West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh, so clearly, you know, big things going on over there in uh, Texas State. The old Dana Holgerson coaching tree is uh, alive and well. Man, uh, signing day. W- what a day to be alive. Twitter, tw- um, I think Twitter, it's... one of my top favorite days on Twitter is signing day because there's some wild stuff that happens on signing day. Oh, there is between the commitment, like the way dudes commit and yep. just all the different stuff. It's always just a great time. I think one of my favorite uh, videos, I can't remember who, what commit it was, or I think a couple of commits, football commits have done this, but they have all the hats lined up, you know, uh, mm-hmm. on a table. And then they like fake put, you know, uh, a Kentucky hat on and then throw on the Georgia hat or whatever. Like that's an all time favorite moment of mine. Mine is, uh, will always be the kid that, said he I think he said he was going to Florida and then ended up going to Alabama or something like that and his mom like just got like walked off the stage she was so <laughs> mad at the school he picked and uh that's that's always one to me oh yeah that that's that's a good moment as well um kind of on the topic of college football here Brandon the NCAA EA Sports everybody's favorite uh, college football game I still have a PS3 around it's actually sitting right above my computer for one reason and one reason only and it's to play college football games like ncaa 14 and ncaa 10 along with ncaa 12 but they announced brandon i think it was on tuesday that uh, ea sports is uh, bringing the franchise back uh unfortunately looks to be about two to three years down the road though that's the only sucky part about this whole thing um listen i'm I've waited long enough. I've waited this long. I'm okay with waiting, you know, two to three more years. That announcement came from the clouds. I was laying in bed on Tuesday morning, just scrolling through Twitter. And I had to, you know, like reread it three or four times uh, to make sure that, you know, I was reading it correctly. 
uh, that easily my favorite for my favorite video game of all time. I bought an Xbox 360 solely so I could play uh, NCAA 14. Uh, it has since I've been like eight, nine years old, it's been NCAA football. Uh, I've missed it. Uh, you know, I'm super excited and I don't think I've ever seen uh, Twitter more band together than they were on Tuesday when this announcement came out. I don't think I saw a single person who was like, ah, who cares? Everybody was pumped about this. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the best franchise in all of, of sports. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's it's the number one franchise in all uh, in all of sports. So it should be fun. Brandon, when you play, uh, first off, what what what's your favorite NCAA game? What, what year? Uh, for me, it was between the 07, the one with Reggie Bush. Yeah, buddy on the cover and uh 14 the last one just because you know it's the most modern one um i did i don't like that denard robinson was on the cover i remember buying it and uh taking the piece of paper out and lighting it on fire um but i hope there's video yeah, they, somewhere. there's a picture i put a picture it's on my instagram if you scroll back like way back through my uh, instagram it's on there um yeah i mean nca 07 was like the original one that i remember buying uh, myself saving up cash you know every july first first tuesday second tuesday in july it was always this was a big day and you know now i gotta save up for a next gen which i'm all about if i can play NCAA. It's technically it's not NCAA football. It's college football. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, they do have some time to, you know, get all the likeness and all that squared away. I did read that they already are have over a hundred licensing agreements from universities. So um, I mean, it's not like they're we're going to be playing with these Alabama states or you know just these random made up schools. It's going to be. Real deal, real deal, holy field, and I cannot be more excited. Yeah, it should be fun. I don't know if you've uh, ever played Doug Flutie's Maximum Football, or have you heard of it? Heard of it? I've never, never dabbled. Okay, so it's kind of like a knockoff of. Um, it came out. Is this new? Is this like new, or is this? Um, it's been going. I think the first one came out in 2018, um, and then they did just updates in 2019, and then again in 2020. But like. It's an okay game. If you're a dynasty fan, like recruiting, it's really fun. Uh, the gameplay is garbage, like very bad. <laughs> uh, but again, that's just, they have not as much funding, obviously, as EA. Um, so things yeah. aren't going to be as good. But they have like Alabama States and they don't have like any real colleges or any real Oregon college Tech. player names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have like, uh, is it Minnesota Tech University or some weird thing like that? Um, so just a bunch of weird names for all the schools, but uh, no, it should be fun. So are you a, are you a dynasty guy when you play uh, college football? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I've yeah. been like 40 years deep in <laughs> dynasties before. I love getting into the recruiting, you know, starting out. I always start out as an offensive coordinator at like a low level okay. school and then make my way through the ranks, spend like two or three years uh, at each school. I remember at one point I, was in like 2040 and I was the head coach of uh, I think I took FAU was a powerhouse at that point. They joined the ACC and uh, yeah, it's easily, I'm just 
cannot get over the fact that they brought this back and uh i'm super pumped two to three years down the road we're going to be getting these uh dynasties going on twitch and all this different stuff and i'm just super pumped yeah i can't wait it's gonna be awesome uh i used to love playing with uh maryland i think on ncaa 14 just because they had like the most uh jersey combinations you know i'm a big mm-hmm. uniform guy yeah so, oh yeah uh, i think it was i think maryland had like the coolest uniforms you could change like six different combos maryland's trash i can't say they're a rival of west virginia and they have the <laughs> ugliest flag so i didn't uh, say you had to like them I no just, i know i'm not i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm that's i'm gonna put that out there um i do not like maryland but uh <laughs> my usually well, my go-to team was uh somebody who just run the ball down your throat that was i usually average like 400 yards rushing a game uh, i remember i would play online and i'd play as the, like air force or georgia tech when they were running the triple option yep. and just run the ball hold it for the first two quarters score right before the half people used to get so pissed and they'd like rage quit rage quit yeah um and then stanford was i always loved playing with stanford just because they'd run the ball and you throw the ball to the tight ends that love me some cardinal football yeah Oh, this is fun. Like this is, uh, this is going to be fun. I can't wait. Like you said, yeah, two to three years might sound like a long time, but, uh, I am all there for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Welcome back, Brandon. Let's welcome on our newest cappers now. And, uh, we've had four join us in the last couple of weeks at the code of sports gambling network. They've been great additions to the team. You can follow them on Twitter. Again, you can follow us at Coda cappers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Brandon, uh, we got four guys here, and uh, you've kind of had talking to them a little bit. Uh, just uh, what do you like about these guys before we introduce them? Uh, they're just dudes who love to bet, and what's there's nothing better than just hanging out with guys who love to bet, talking, you know, all sorts of different sports, whether it's college basketball, NBA, NHL, college football, NFL. It's it's all good. Uh, just love uh, talking shop with the guys. Definitely. And one of those uh, newest members, you can find him on Twitter, is at Pumba Cakes, uh, a very interesting gentleman. We have also started our February Coda Cappers contest. And uh, Pumba, you uh, are way down on the line, number six, through the first two days. How are you feeling? Um, confidence has never been lower, but uh, we can only go up from here. Very good. So uh, just kind of introduce uh, yourself to, to, to everybody uh, on the podcast here on the Mount Lockmore podcast. Uh, just uh, your gambling background, your gambling bio, and uh, maybe your favorite gambling moment or possibly your, your most unfavorite gambling moment. Um, yeah, well, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, basically, I'm probably kind of started dabbling with gambling back probably in college, maybe six, seven years ago. But realistically about the last three years i've been uh actually getting pretty into it um mostly college basketball i mean i obviously bet football but that's only on weekends but usually december january february i'm hitting it pretty hard and uh obviously last this contest haven't got off to a great start but and and actually this is kind of following a trend for me this is actually uh three straight years the last three years where i've been doing some pretty actual substantial amount of betting and kind of tracking it i typically have very good februaries and i typically have very or typically very good januaries and very bad februaries so i'm kind of following my 
annual trend, but hopefully I can flip that around. There you go. There's uh, this February might be the shortest month, Nolan, but uh, you got a lot of time to, to get back in this contest. Yes, that's true. Um, you know, as far as you bring up, uh, you know, least favorite sports memory, I guess I'd probably be uh, just uh, what's happened so far in these first two days. Uh, d- didn't expect when I saw the standings today that uh, everyone would be plus units. And then there I am like way back at about minus four, but that's how it goes. Hey, uh, you got a long time to get back into it. So it's good. Uh, thanks for joining us, Nolan. Oh, before we get you, let you go and uh, start your weekend festivities, uh, favorite gambling moment uh, or unfavorite gambling moment that you have. Um, favorite gambling moment would probably, probably have to be, I believe it was last year, Maryland at Minnesota. If I remember the details, right. I think Maryland was minus one. Going into the game, I absolutely hammered Maryland minus one. They got down like 17 at the half. Well, I hit the live line in the middle of the first half, hit the live line at halftime, hit a money line at halftime, plus 600. And uh, Maryland came back, hit a three with like five seconds left to win the game and made that money. Got to love it. Got to love it. Nolan, uh, thanks for joining us. You can find hey, out. Real, oh, real quick, real quick, before, uh, before Nolan goes, quick announcement about the uh, – contest we have had an anonymous donor come forward and uh this donor given an extra 150 dollars so winner's going to get 250 and then last place uh the donor has requested that last place has to wear a shirt out to a gambling establishment a shirt of the donor's choice so keep an eye out for that Breaking shout out to the donor right from b russ Mm-hmm. Holy cow, I got to pick it up then. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Very cool. So, again, we're doing a uh, Coda Cappers contest. You can follow us uh, at www.codasportscappers.com. Do find all of our picks and uh, everybody's units and how they're doing. We're doing it for February, and uh, this will continue into the rest of the months as, as well. So, Nolan, thanks for joining us and uh, just happy to have you on the team. You bet. Quick Super Bowl picks. Um, I'm not, I don't know as far as the game, I'm going to be cheering for the bucks, but the bet of the day, hammer heads and the coin toss tails has been hot hammer heads. I've heard heads is a, a little more weighted on that side. So I'm thinking tails. Oh, I, I don't know. We're, we're hammering heads this year. <laughs> there we go. There's Nolan's lock of the super bowl weekend, super bowl day. Again, you can find him on Twitter at Pumba cakes. Gentlemen, uh, we also have on DJ, Kyle, and Rob, who is into the horses a little bit. Uh, Rob, we'll kind of start with you. Uh, you're a big horse guy. I know we have chatted a little bit about uh, starting a maybe a horse show on YouTube, possibly a little live show there. So just uh, excited to have you on uh, joining the team, Rob, and uh, just introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, yeah, glad to be a part of it. It's uh, fun. Um, it's just nice to be around uh, like-minded people who like to uh, – like to try to win some money, you know, and it doesn't always happen that way, but, um, yeah, I do. I do, uh, around the horses a little bit and a little background on me. You were talking to, uh, the guy before about uh, a little, maybe his favorite gambling memory. And, uh, I, I was sitting there thinking mine that knew how to place a trifecta because his dad was too drunk to go to the ticket booth himself. And, uh, the lady, the lady there knew me real well. So at 10 years old, I was able to place, uh exact on trifecta bets for my dad <laughs> that's awesome very cool so, so uh, rob just kind of a little bit of background uh your gambling background for yourself 
Um, you know, like you said, I like to do the horses. Um, I, but I'm, I'm learning more about the NBA. Um, I love baseball. I like to gamble on baseball and football, obviously. Uh, just FanDuel just went live here in Michigan, so didn't get much of the football season in other than fantasy stuff. But I'm um, looking forward to, obviously, next year for football. Um, but And then baseball for sure this year. Very cool. Uh, favorite baseball team, Rob? Uh, the Tigers, even though they're not that good. Uh, <laughs> I feel sorry for you. Tigers, yeah, Tigers fan my whole life. We had a good run there for about six years. And then, uh, as always, it kind of goes away. But, yep, definitely the Tigers. There we go. And uh, with Super Bowl coming up here on this Sunday, Rob, uh, who are you rolling with? Uh, Chiefs, Bucks. Should be a fun game. Yeah, I got I got to go with Tom Brady. I'm a, I'm a Michigan guy, um, just as he is. He's a Michigan guy, and uh, I mean, how can you go against Tom Brady? I mean, he's, I mean, I. You know what? Though the weird thing is, I can almost see this passing of the torch type deal going on, like Mahomes coming in, and what better way to beat, you know, to beat the, the greatest of all time in some people's minds. Um, but I still, I think, I think old Tom's got one more in him. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I think I took them plus three. And then uh, a couple of prop bets, Kelsey to score a couple of touchdowns. There we go. I like it. Any other uh, prop bets? Uh, kind of weird prop bets at all? Uh, well, I took the coin toss. I put okay. <laughs> I put forty bucks on the coin toss, and I went heads. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. And uh, Rob, being from uh, Michigan, are you a Lions fan then too? I was afraid you'd ask that, but yeah, I am. Yeah, I sure am. Big Lions fan, big Buffalo Bills fan, actually. I, being a kid in the early 90s, I grew up watching the Bills and Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and all them guys. Um, probably a bigger Lions fan because, you know, I, I do live like 60 minutes from the stadium. But, um, yeah, it's shameful some days, but, yes, I'm a Lions fan. So uh, are you in favor of Goff coming in for Stafford? You know, I, I am. I'm, I'm in favor of it because I'm excited. I'm excited for Stafford. Um, I, I want – he deserves that opportunity to me. Um, he deserves an opportunity to go out and try to win a championship. The dude, dude has mad skills, like unbelievably amount of skills. Um, I don't know what the golf thing is. I was listening to Sports Talk Radio today, and they were pretty much saying, hey, you know, good deal. We're going to get him for two years, get some other guys in place. We got a lot of first-round picks out of it. Um, Hopefully this time the GM and, and guys like that can actually put something together. That was Stafford's problem is we could never, other than skill position stuff, we couldn't put a defense or any linemen around him. No offense to any linemen, but we just didn't have the best linemen around him. Just tough time to be a Michigan uh, sports fan right now. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. There we go. Awesome. Everybody can find Rob on Twitter at locks underscore stone. Uh, like I said, he likes to do a little bit of the ponies. NBA guy, uh, college basketball guy, he kind of does it all. So uh, Rob and I have been talking about possibly doing a uh, Ponies YouTube show. So uh, that might be in the works as well if, within the next coming week. So uh, be sure to check that out as well. Rob, uh, thanks for joining us and uh, best of luck in the rest of the uh, February Coda Cappers contest. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. Glad to be aboard. And now we bring on two guys, DJ and Kyle, the cousins, I believe. And uh, they also have a new, our newest podcast on the network, the Gambling Feud Podcast. It'll come out every Friday. Um, this week, however, it has to come out Thursday because Kyle uh, 
thinks he has a big boy basketball job on the sidelines there. So uh, should be fun. But uh, DJ, we'll start with you. Just uh, happy to have you on the team and just want to share a little bit about yourself. Yeah, it's an honor to be with you guys and be able to join in in this. And uh, yeah, so I started uh, gambling back in college. My Minnesota buddy, they know everything about gambling in Minnesota, that's for sure. <laughs> so uh, he introduced me to you know, kind of the whole ways of everything. And we actually started on like a crazy 23 or 20 and three run Woo. when we started. And he was just like adamant the whole time. He's like, guys, it doesn't work like this. Like you don't win this much. Like you're getting a false sense of security. And we fell back to earth and stuff like that. But no, I really gamble everything, NBA, NFL, you know, college football, college basketball. Um, my specialty is baseball. I just been to like 22 of the 30 stadiums. So I got a good feel of the league. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's at least what I learned from my six years of gambling and keep growing on my knowledge and keep kind of perfecting my system and always get better. There we go. We love it. Uh, DJ, you have a very, very interesting story uh, from last MLB season. Is that correct? Uh, what you profited? Oh, yeah. So during COVID, they had these MLB Sims. And so my buddy hits me up. He goes, yo, I got a $5 free bet and I parlayed it in the NFL. And I like hit, hit or whatever. And I was like, uh, you know, I, I want something to bet. Like COVID's boring. Let, let's bet something. So I did some, you know, did some research and I see there's MLB sim. So I was like, huh, that, that seems more of my specialty. So I started doing some research and such and, you know, look at it. And I realized that I could use my PlayStation to run simulations. And it's the same model they're using. So I started an Excel sheet and I tracked about 50 bets a day. Like I ran 50 simulations a day. And I ended up shooting 75%. And yeah, it's a, I could get into it more, but that's for another time. Uh, but it was a crazy story. I ended up netting like over $3,000. I think it was close to like 3,500. But so yeah, COVID was nice for me in that circumstance. Eesh. But <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, when DJ and I can hook up and the rest of us can hook up uh, kind of after this COVID stuff, we'll have to uh, kind of do a fun YouTube series kind of about uh, that whole uh, process and your... Uh, that, that's just wild to me that, that you did that. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I deserve a 30 for 30, but ESPN <laughs> hasn't hit me back yet. So it's coming. It's podcast. Yeah, exactly. At least the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Kyle, uh, you are uh, the other part of this uh, cousin duo on the gambling feud. Uh, like we said, they're going to drop their first podcast tomorrow, February 4th. Uh, after that, they'll po their podcast will come out every Friday on Spotify and of course, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Can't forget about Google Play, but Kyle, happy to have you on. Uh, just uh, tell people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, really, really excited to be on here. Really excited to be a part of the Coda Sports cappers. Um, so I kind of started my gambling, sports gambling, uh, a few years ago. My family took a trip to Las Vegas. And when in Las Vegas, you got to gamble. So I went to Caesars Palace. This is about the round, around the same time as... Uh, the Raptors and the Warriors NBA finals. So I went in, I bet the over on both the Raptors and Warriors and they both hit. And then I bet an over on uh Clay Tom. No, not Clay Thompson, Draymond green. And that didn't hit. So Draymond is forever dead to me <laughs> for that reason. And uh, <laughs> then after that, I bet on my MLB team, the Chicago Cubs that hit. And I just, ever since then, I've just been sticking with it. I've been sticking with, you know, checking on the lines and such, and I just really enjoy it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Kyle, favorite uh, gambling or maybe your least favorite gambling moment that you have? Unfavorite. So my favorite was 
Las Vegas for sure. My least favorite is currently uh, right now or fairly recently when me and DJ had our little competition. Me and DJ were neck and neck in our gambling feud competition. And then the last like three days or something, I think I maybe only had two wins out of 15. So like at one point I was like riding high above the clouds and now I was just seeing ghosts. So (laughs) by far beyond the worst gambling gambling I've had, but you know what? It's not how you... How you fall, it's how you get back up. There we go. Put it on a shirt. That's right. <laughs> Kyle, uh, let's get, here. <laughs> Kyle, let's get uh, your Super Bowl pick, your Super Bowl lock for Sunday. Well, before I get into the actual line, one uh, prop bet that you guys haven't mentioned, the over-under on the national anthem. There we go. Yes, sir. Is two, is two minutes, and Eric Church and – Jasmine Sullivan, you gotta hit the over because Demi Lovato last year was like one of the few that hit the under, and hers is like a minute fifty-five. With that duet, you gotta go over two minutes, absolutely. So I'm betting like the least to my house on that bet. <laughs> and as far as the actual Super Bowl goes, I I gotta go Kansas City minus three. That offense is just really really uh, hot right now and really hitting on all cylinders. It's really really hard to get, bet against playoff Tom, but. I, I got to go Kansas City. All right, there we go. DJ, I don't think we got your pick. Uh, who are you rolling with? Uh, so I have a national – Nash. oh, wow. I have a principle of betting uh, on Kansas City because I don't like Kansas City fans. So on a principle of if they lose, I'm happy and I'm willing to pay for them to lose. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Kansas City minus three, although part of me thinks Tom Brady has to win at home. So my heart says that – it's got to be Tom Brady, but my brain and just going up against Kansas City. Got to go Kansas City all day. All right. We like it. There we go. You can find DJ on Twitter at DJ Low. That's DJ L-O-4-4-2-2. You can also find Kyle on Twitter at K-O-M-M-D-O-G. These are the Gambling Feud Cousins. Again, they're going to drop their first podcast on Thursday, February 4th. You can follow the Gambling Feud podcast on Twitter as well at Feud Gambling. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Rob, thanks for joining us. Uh, Just excited for everybody to be on the team and uh, just continue to kind of grow the Coda Sports Gambling Network. So uh, just want to say thanks again for everybody coming on. Thanks for having us. How'd you fare on Monday, February 1st with our locks? Uh, I think we had four or five games we gave out. Uh, How'd you do on Monday? Uh, Monday, I ended up uh, even. Um, quick recap. I took, uh, I went against the Blazers in the first quarter and it's, uh, continued to be, uh, profitable throughout the season. I think they're like five and 14 now, um, against the spread in the first quarter. Uh, they, for whatever reason, I mean, they're like 10 and nine on the season, but they stink in the first quarter. Them and the Spurs and the Thunder are all just for whatever reason, they cannot get it going in the first quarter. So I'm going to continue to fade them. Uh, I got a game on Wednesday night, uh, fading the thunder in the first quarter and then continue to fade the Spurs in the first quarter as well. And then uh, we also had some hockey overs on uh, Monday night. I did hit and the Canadian division continues to just be an absolute uh, tank when it comes to, uh, hitting overs. I did some research yesterday. Going into yesterday, the overs combined in the North Division were 40, 24, and 4. 
on the season. Uh, I did hit the Canucks and the Canadians on Monday night. Uh, I mean, Montreal scored six goals by themselves. Um, this is just continuing going forward. I'm just going to be hammering uh, the overs in those Canadian games, considering those are the only teams that they all play each other. They're all going to get super familiar with each other. Uh, the Senators stink. Uh, Vancouver's defense stinks. Uh, really nobody plays defense in that division. There is some decent goaltending, but it's not like, you know, you've got uh, a lot of Vesna trophy candidates up there in the North Connor Hellebuck out in Winnipeg. But other than that, his defense isn't that great in front of him. Um, so yeah, just, continue to hit the overs in the North division uh, and then going to Oklahoma and Texas tech, they could not hit a shot. I, it was like 10 to seven halfway through the first half. And I was like, there's, I turned it off. There's no way that over was hitting. Um, both teams shot 33% from the field after um, they both had looked really good offensively uh, the last couple of games. Yeah, I was kind of surprised the game was ended in the 50s. Uh, Mac McClung did not play well. No, um, I mean, Brady Manick didn't play well either. So, uh, yeah, just that one got away from us real quick. And then we did have a system play on uh, Monday afternoon, although I'm 99% sure Louisville was – ranked when I took the game, but then the new rankings came out and they were not uh, ranked. Yep. So it was not a system play. So True. system still works. Uh, Georgia tech plus four, they just got blown out of the water. So, yep. Oh, I mean, you know, you break even. Yeah. You have those days. Hey, you didn't, you did, at least you didn't have a losing you didn't, didn't record. Lose, didn't, exactly. Yep. yep. There you go. Uh, I just want to say before we uh, continue on that, uh, I now have bragging rights over you. I took the under in the Texas Tech game, and uh, you did. so boom. <laughs> you did. That was uh, that was a tough game to watch. They could not hit the broad side of the barn. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I understand why you turned it off if you had the over because it was not fun to watch. No, it, not not at all. I mean, <laughs> those two those two teams have been lighting it up the last couple games too, and then they come in and they just lay an absolute egg like they did on uh, Monday night. Um, so. Guns down and uh, no boomer sooner. No boomer sooner. For me. There you go. Uh, quickly, Brandon, I want to ask you a, an NHL question. What What's going on with Tampa Bay? They've scored what? The Lightning have scored, I think, 19 goals in six games in in, uh, in January. Uh, they've started their February uh, scoring five goals against Nashville on Monday. And then on Wednesday night, they scored five goals against Detroit, the Red Wings, who are obviously – not too good, but uh, what's going on down there in Tampa? Why are they scoring so many goals? Uh, I mean, they, for the last couple of years, have just been an absolute juggernaut offensively. And, you know, coming into the season, I thought that they might take a bit of a step back because they were missing their MVP and uh, Nikita Kucherov. But, I mean, they when you plug in another 400-goal scorer right in the spot with Steven Stamkos, you tend to not miss a beat. Um, I mean, they are defending cup, defending Stanley cup champs for a reason. Uh, they put the puck in the back of the net at just an unbelievable rate. And, uh, I mean, I'm at this point, I know I said it before the season started, I don't think it's going to be as easy for them, but it's looking right now. Um, it's looking pretty easy for, uh, the lightning. 
And they are scoring a lot of goals. So uh, definitely look at uh, the overs uh, when betting on games <laughs> with the, uh, with the Tampa Bay lightning. So there you go. Awesome. I went uh, three and two on Monday uh, Duke. I had Duke minus nine and a half. I think uh, by the time that game tipped off, it got to 11, 11 and a half. Uh, they did not cover against Miami and they looked uh, here. I thought Duke was maybe a little back coach K uh, maybe uh, gave him a nice little talking uh, before the game, but uh, no, Miami came out. They played really well, kept it close. Duke doesn't get the cover there. So there's my first loss of Monday. However, I uh, had some in the weeds, like Brandon likes to say uh, winners. I took a team that hasn't won a game yet. Mississippi Valley state at plus 22 and a half at Grambling state. They lost by 17, I believe. So uh, get the nice cover there for uh, Mississippi Valley state. And um, I also had Oklahoma plus five and a half at Texas tech. That was a close one uh, because Texas tech won what 57 52. Um, so to get that win, uh, that was a close one. So two and oh there, well, two and one with Duke lost with a Duke loss. And then the uh, brothel coin uh, did all right. We're three and two on the season with the brothel coin as Calgary went on the road to Winnipeg and uh, beat them in a shootout. 4-3 shootout. I don't know, Brandon, did you catch mm. any of that game there? Uh, I did catch some of the game, actually. It was kind of a back-and-forth uh, game all night. It was one of the better games um, from Monday night. Yeah, they just, you know, you get those shootout wins. Those You get into overtime and shootout, especially those three-on-three overtimes. They are – that's like chasing a high at that point once you see – you watch one and then you're like, well, where's the next one? Where's the next one? I just want more of that three on three. Cause it's just back and forth up and down. And if you have a bad play, miss a shot wide and the pucks going the other way, it's probably three on one, two on O oh, something like that. So uh, yeah, I love me some, uh, some overtime, some shootouts, you know, I, that's, that's why I love hockey. One of the most exciting, uh, you know, stretches in all sports that uh, the shootout overtime in hockey it's it's fun to watch mm-hmm. then i also uh, ended the night with uh, i had the cleveland cavaliers minus five against uh, my minnesota timberwolves Cavs couldn't get it done uh, i don't want to say the timberwolves are back because they're definitely not um uh, but cleveland uh, i bet on them twice uh let's see i bet on, on them on monday and then the night before and uh, minnesota got the best of your boys there the cavaliers brandon mm-hmm. yep they did. Um, it's just, you know, they're, they're a young team. They're, you know, just still trying to find their way. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll get it together. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't expect them to hit, keep uh, Drummond or Kevin Love too much further into the season. Uh, I think they'll try and get some, uh, some players back or draft picks or whatever for both of those players. So they'll just get even younger. Um, there'll be more growing pains. There we go. You can find all of our picks on uh, the website, codasportscappers.com. You can follow uh, Brandon and I on Twitter at BRUS35 and myself at CodacapperPace. Brandon, uh, we are here, though. This is a big episode to talk about the Super Bowl, the Mm -hmm. final game of the NFL season. Obviously, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Tom Brady in his home stadium down there in Tampa. I did see the temperature. It might rain a little. I did see the over-under uh, temperature uh, on some sports books was like 70 degrees. Uh, I might take mm-hmm. the under in that, uh, even with some rain and it being kind of starting at 630 down there. Uh, kind of like the under, 70-degree uh, temperature. 
But uh, Brandon, just kind of what's, what are you thinking about for this game and uh, who wins this game? Um, so like I've made very clear on last episodes, I hate this. Um, I hate the chiefs. Uh, I can't stand Patrick Mahomes. I know he's a great player, but I can't stand all the Pat Mahomes, this Pat Mahomes, that ever, that's all you ever see on ESPN anymore. Um, and then, you know, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's the goat. Um, you know, if it wasn't for the tuck rule, who knows? He might not be the goat. Uh, he might not be playing in his 10th Super Bowl. Well, he definitely wouldn't be playing in his 10th Super Bowl. Yep. Um, but you know what? I'm, I've decided that I'm just going to, I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to play some bets. I'm going to make some incredible wings and the weekend's performing at halftime. I'm a big time weekend guy. So, um, yeah, you know what? I've just decided that I'm going to let bygones be bygones on Sunday and I'm going to enjoy some, the last football game of the season and I'm going to enjoy good, good food. Um, you got any, uh, food, food, uh, tips for us on Sunday? Um, so, uh, but the fiance does a lot of the cooking. Uh, let's just get that out of the way. Um, she, she likes to make a, a big spread. Uh, she's all about it. She doesn't care who wins the game. I don't even think she cares about the commercials. Uh, and I don't even think she cares about the weekend, even though that's going to be a great halftime show, but she, uh, she's big into, uh, making wings, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Pizza or not pizza pickles wrapped in ham. You ever heard of that? Pit, uh, Excuse me, what? You've never had a pickle wrapped in ham? <laughs> no, I can't say I've ever had a pickle wrapped in ham. <laughs> if you get a chance to go to the store before Super Bowl Sunday, you got. I mean, I, I mean, don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love pickles, and you know, ham's good. I couldn't see why it's not good, but I just <laughs> did not expect you to go in that direction. Pickle, <laughs> pickles wrapped in ham. All right, that's um, that's on the menu for Sunday now. Yeah, whatever those are called. Those are really good. Uh, pinwheels. Uh, those are really good. That's like tortillas and cream cheese and uh, mm-hmm. lettuce, you know, all that stuff. That's really good. And ham and, and whatever kind of meat, meatballs. Obviously, you got to have some meatballs. Uh, little weenies, you know, those smoked weenies. Those oh, are pigs really in good. a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Uh, are you a boneless wing guy now or bone in? You know, I, I like both. I mean, I prefer boneless just because you get more bang for your buck. But True. I mean, I'll eat, I'll eat boneless wings. I'm not opposed to getting getting down getting dirty with some uh or some bone-in wings sorry um that's probably what i'll be making on uh sunday you know i'm gonna try out a few different sauces but obviously you gotta go with a nice buffalo oh yeah a garlic parm maybe a little like teriyaki or something like that i'm the cook of (laughs) out of me and my girlfriend um she does not cook and uh she doesn't know where she would be uh she'd probably be scrounging if it wasn't for me um but yeah i mean it's buffalo chicken dip you know you got all your different dips your oh, nachos yeah. uh queso or, uh queso I, it may just be the two of us but i'm still just gonna go ham i'm gonna make all sorts of different pickled pickles wrapped in ham yeah buddy um, I, I gotta work i gotta see what the name of that is like if there's a name yeah, for you, that now that's... you gotta look that up and let me know uh i also am a big uh, shrimp guy shrimp cocktail you know cocktail sauce um uh, that's really good uh brandon mentioned nachos those are awesome so we like and to have ha- a, a lot of stuff ham roll-ups yeah maybe yeah they're I good know, i don't, I don't know. know that's just 
Um, I, I yeah, but I mean, my, uh, my girlfriend's not a big seafood person. She mainly sticks to chicken. So okay, uh, we will not be seeing any seafood on uh, Sunday. No shrimp cocktail. Uh, might maybe a little black bean corn salsa. Ooh, uh, you know, hey, I'm gonna Ooh. get crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy this day. Food. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. The weekend. Exactly mm-hmm. for sure. Um, now, do you guys just kind of do appetizers, right? I mean, you you ha- you're a crazy person if you don't just do apps. If you like make a full meal, like you're you're a psych ward. No, go. yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not doing. I'm not making the lasagna or any shit like that um we are sticking strictly to the apps uh the first page of uh, the menu and you know would you say that if i if somebody if you order like a giant sub is that considered a meal or is that just like another appetizer to you know i think that's enough i think i think that's an appetizer I think that's an appetizer. I wouldn't say that necessarily a meal. I, when I think of a meal, you like you're grabbing plates and like a fork and a knife and a, and a, and a freaking napkin, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. No, what you guys get like Subway subs or like just a sub from around or? No, I, Subway's trash. Um, I would probably make my, I mean, I've made, you know, subs before there, you know, they always turn out great. I've never had a meal turn out that wasn't, wasn't good. Um, yeah, it's, Food is going to be the main main component of my Sunday, and I will. Once I get a full stomach, then maybe I'll be able to enjoy old uh, Pat Mahomes versus Tom Brady a little more. Um, but until then, I'm gonna despise it and all the lead up to it. Um, I've already seen you know the videos of them chit chatting with each other on uh, during media week or media day. Did not enjoy that so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have a prop bet question for you, Brandon. Uh, I don't know if a lot of the sports books have this prop bet, but I saw uh, on one of the sports books over under one and a half players to miss the game on Sunday because of COVID. Where, where would you lean over or under? Um, I mean, I'd have to lean under Yeah. at this point. I mean, I don't think we haven't seen anything. They're getting tested like what, twice a day. I think I haven't seen anything that says, Otherwise, they, uh, yeah, I got to go under until I see something that uh, proves me otherwise. You know, I did see a report that some of the Chiefs players, uh, not necessarily tested positive, but they all got like their hair cut from this guy. I did see. Oh, no, no, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. They brought in a barber that uh, tested positive. I did see that. Um, And then I got kind of worried that, you know, the game's going to be postponed. But, I mean, we haven't seen anything else come from that so i'm not not worried about game getting canceled or really anybody of significance missing the game yeah i agree do you think and i hate talking about this because it's all about what ifs and what if an elephant sat on you know anybody but um if if tom brady or patrick mahomes would get COVID, have to miss a game do you think the NFL NFL has to, would, they have to move they have to move you, that game there's you no think so bro they're not gonna try blaine gabbert out into the super bowl I get that, but like, I don't know. What if like, uh, what if Le'Veon Bell is out for COVID? They're not stopping the game because Le'Veon Bell missed, you know, missed the game. No, because it's not either of the quarterbacks. <laughs> it's not the golden boy or the greatest of all time. Uh, it's just, that's just Le'Veon Bell. I mean, uh, I think that 
they would they, I don't think they would postpone it, but I think they would seriously consider moving it because I mean that's if Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes or Tyreek Hill or Travis, maybe not either. It might only be if Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes got it that uh, they would move the game or even the possibility of them moving the game. But, um, you know, hopefully we don't have to worry about that and uh, we could see these two uh, duke it out on Sunday. Yeah, it should be fun. I am rolling with um... – Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, I don't like it. I don't – I'm going with the Chiefs minus three uh, against Tom Brady, the GOAT, and his squad. The over-under is at 56. If I take a bet on that, I'd lean the over. I could see this being a higher-scoring game. Um, so, I like the Chiefs and the over in, in this game, Brandon. Um, here's some – I got some stats for you. So, uh, the Chiefs – are looking to become the ninth team in NFL history to go um, win back-to-back Super Bowls. Do you know the last last team to do that? Um, hmm. I am going to say the Patriots? It was. It was the Patriots yeah. in 04 and 05. Okay. Um, and then in the previous four matchups between Mahomes and Brady, both have covered twice. The over has hit twice and the under has hit twice. So it's kind of right down the middle. Um, these two did meet earlier in the season. The Bucks covered three and a half and the over um, did hit Tom Brady in the Super Bowl four and five against the spread. He is six and three on the money line and overs are four and five. Um, and then the Chiefs are also looking to uh, become the second team ever to win the Super Bowl with a losing record against the spread. Um they covered for the first time in the AFC championship um, since week eight. And then in regards to the other team, the only other team to win the Super Bowl with the losing record against the spread. Any, any guesses? Uh, Seahawks. No, it was uh, the Joe Flacco led Ravens. They were oh. six, nine and one against the spread wow, in 2012. Uh, yeah. So uh, my picks I'm going over 56. I'm going Bucks plus three, and I'm going Bucks money line. Also, can you name or can we name? Because I think there's been eight teams that have won back to backs, right? In Super Bowls, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think we can name them all or no? Uh, Do you have them pulled up? I do, yeah. Okay. Um, So there's the Patriots. Yep. In 0405, there was the Broncos in the 90s. Yep. Um, the Cowboys have done it. Yep. I think the Steelers have done it twice. Yeah, they have, yeah. 74, 75, and 78, 79. Uh, the Packers. You Yeah, 66 and 67. How many teams is that? That is six. You need two more. Oh... Uh, one one's out west and one is uh one's got to be the 49ers yep you got one left and then oh the dolphins yeah look at you eight there look at that 
There you go. I was going to say Redskins, but then I was like, oh, wait, the Dolphins won them in the 70s as well. So, yep, yep. Packers, Dolphins, Steelers twice, Niners, Cowboys, Broncos, and the last team to do it, the New England Patriots in 2004 Mm -hmm. and five. So, very cool there. Awesome. So, Brandon and I are both on the over. He's rolling with the Bucks, Bucks money line, and I like the Chiefs minus three. There we go, Brandon. Uh, Any other prop bets that kind of uh, stick out to you? Or any Um, other bets, I guess, in general for the game? Listen, I've heard heard rumors that uh, the coin is heavier on the head side. So just take that for what it is. I'm leaning tails on the coin toss. And then with the uh, national anthem being a duet, that you got to hammer the over yep. for that. I like those two as well. Uh, we also talked about this on Monday's podcast the what is it three three and a half uh the commercials first responders oh, yeah commercials. it was three and a half yeah it was three and a half yeah yeah i, I really like the over yeah that's that might be the easiest easiest over of all time yeah i agree i think uh just obviously with it being the year it's been the couple of years it's been uh that the overs got hit easily i can mm-hmm. see there being like double digits yeah uh, of those commercials maybe maybe vegas knows something we don't yeah, that's true. Uh, before we uh, move on, Brandon, what is your go-to drink on Super Bowl Sunday? Listen, I'm a, I'm a beer guy. I used to make fun of these. My mom drinking these. Um, dads drink these. Dad ultras, Mick ultras have been, you know, my go-to for quite a while now. Although, I am a big fan of the high noons, the uh, vodka and soda drinks. Those are you get the peach ones if you can find them then you're you're golden yeah those are good very good i'm a beer guy too uh i dabble in the hard liquor but uh just never know where the night's gonna go if i uh continue mm-hmm. to, to to pound that but uh i like i like the mick ultras as well bush light uh those are kind of my favorite too my go-to so uh and monday got to work on monday so can't be getting too hammered you know exactly but Brandon, who do you like for Thursday, February 4th? Who are some of your locks this week? Uh, so Thursday, February 4th, I'm looking at um, there are three games in the NHL where Canadians team Canadian teams are playing, and I have vowed to myself at least once a week I am going to, if there are three games, I'm calling this the over Canada parlay. I'm taking – Ottawa, Montreal, over six and a half. Vancouver, Toronto, over six and a half. Calgary, Winnipeg, over six. It's at this point, it's like chasing high. I love these overs in these games. Um, Love watching all the offense and no defense. So the over Canada parlay. Um, Then moving on, we got a college basketball pick. We got Gonzaga minus 23. Um, I mean, it's just their class above everybody else. It's them and Baylor, and then a wide, wide, wide margin um, between the rest of the field. And I think Gonzaga is going to smoke. Uh, I don't even know. I didn't even look at who they're playing, to be honest with you. Uh, I just saw that they were Pacific minus 23. That's it, Pacific. They're playing Pacific. Pacific yeah. They're going to steamroll Pacific. And then I got Carolina is playing the lowly Chicago Blackhawks on Thursday night. Uh, so I'm taking the Carolina Hurricanes puck line. Uh, 
you know, Chicago hasn't looked good. I mean, they did beat the Blue Jackets the other day, but the Blue Jackets have also not looked good. So uh, we just toss that out the door. Chicago, not good. And then uh, my last pick for Thursday is the Ohio State-Iowa over 158, I think. Iowa doesn't play defense. Ohio State plays does play defense, but they're going to have to score points to keep up with uh, Iowa, and I don't think they have anybody to stop Luca Garza. So I think this game could be in the, the 80s, the high 80s, low 90s, to be honest with you. So 158 and a half. That, that's high. That's a high number, no doubt. Hey, that's, that's what I do. I'm just it's, – it's all about the chase. <laughs> there you go. There's Brandon's locks for Thursday, February 4th. I have, uh, of course, one hockey play. Uh, we'll save that till the end here. But I also have four college basketball plays. And uh, we are starting in a game, Brandon. I mentioned early in the podcast a line that I think is too good to be true. I think Vegas knows uh, something that we don't know. And Charleston Southern is 1-15 on the season. They're only three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home uh, against Longwood, who has a winning record this season. I just would figure that Longwood would be favored by more uh, on the road, considering they're playing a team that's 1-15 on the season. So I think there's something's a little fishy about this. So I'm actually going to go with a team that's 1-15, and and uh, I'm going to take Charleston Southern, uh, three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. I'm also going to sprinkle a little money line on the 1-15 team. And, uh, and we'll ride with that. So uh, we, we will see how that uh, turns out on Thursday, February 4th. I also like Temple plus two and a half on the hardwood against Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I think, took about a three-week hiatus uh, there. Uh, so they're back on the hardwood. And I'm just going to go with Temple. They've covered three out of the last five. And uh, before taking that three-week uh, three break, Cincy had failed to cover in four of their previous five games. So I'm going to roll with the Temple Owls who have been playing basketball uh, while Cincinnati Bearcats have been practicing and, and not playing real games. So I like Temple at home plus two and, a, two and a half. I also like Rutgers against the Minnesota Golden Gophers minus five. Minnesota's terrible, like real bad on the road. 0-5 against the spread on the road. I'm going to roll with Rutgers minus five. And in my final college basketball bet here, Brandon, I'm going Eastern Washington, a double-digit spread, fifth, minus 15 and a half. At Idaho, Idaho 0-6 at home against the spread. And Eastern Washington is 5-2 against the spread on the road. Idaho is also 2-8 against the spread in their last eight games. So those are my college basketball bets. My Thursday, February 4th locks. And for the brothel coin, Brandon, everybody's favorite, uh, well, at least my kind of favorite part of the show. <laughs> but uh, People love it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So we have a, uh, let's see. A Miss Kitty's brothel coin from uh, straight out of Deadwood. Uh, heads is one pinch gold dust for one screw with a heart. And on the other side is tails. It's all night check for $3 and a couple hearts. So uh, I'm going Thursday, Brandon. We're going to the, let's see here, to the St. Louis Blues and the Arizona Coyotes. St. Louis Blues minus 165 on that money line. The Coyotes plus 145. The Blues, the home team. So they'll be the uh, the home side of the coin, which is one pinch gold dust for one screw. And the other side, of course, is tails. So here we go. The brothel coin, three and two on the season, looking to move to four and two. There it is, the flip. And it is, in fact, tails, Brandon. So we're rolling with the Arizona Coyotes, plus 145 on that money line. Oh, yeah, let's that. go. <laughs> I like it. Uh, 
they can put the puck in the net. Uh, St. Louis right now can't really seem to do a whole bunch offensively. They're missing their best offensive player in Vladimir Tarasenko. He's out for uh, uh, quite a while. So uh, I do. I like. I like it. All right, Brandon likes it. He approves. The the puck guy approves. So there we go. There's my Thursday, February fourth locks here on the Mount Lockmore podcast, presented of course by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. Brandon, uh, again, always great having you on. Just uh, any closing thoughts before we wrap up episode 10 of the podcast? Uh, I'm going to enjoy Sunday. Good food. Some some good halftime show. But uh, the game is – I'm probably going to get exhausted uh, watching the game. And Tony Romo um, – how do I put this nicely? Um, <laughs> slobbering all over both quarterbacks. Yeah, that uh, – that's not going to be too fun. <laughs> no. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Mount Lockmore podcast, episode 10. You can follow Brandon at brus 35 on Twitter. You can follow myself at Coda Capper Pace. And of course, you can follow the network uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Coda Cappers or visit the website, www.codasportscappers.com. Brandon, again, thanks for joining us. And uh, let's go make some money this weekend. Let's go. Enjoy the last football game of, uh, of the season. 